city to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to the In The Zone Network. This is it. Welcome to the A-Train Show. And now here's your host, the A-Train, Arlington Lane. Welcome to this edition of the A-Train Show, the A-Train, Arlington Lane. Got another great guest coming on the program today on the show. I'll have Steve French, who is the announcer of Match Game on ABC. The season premiere, season five, that is, begins tonight at 10 o'clock. Nine in the Central, and uh, we'll touch a bit about that, and we'll also talk about what he's got going on during this pandemic and how he is holding on uh, in the midst of this crazy time, and then we'll touch a bit about sports, because he is a sports fan, he is a big baseball guy, and he also did some work over at ESPN for their Major League Baseball coverage as the voiceover artist for that. And then we'll touch a bit about his fall promos that he did with ABC and the process, you know, to him getting that gig. So amazing stuff coming from Steve today. And I hope that you enjoy it in this time. All right. No parodies this week. (laughs) But make sure that you enjoy the uh, other interviews that I've had over the past week or so with uh, Renee Washington and Dr. Gertrice Thomas. And uh, there's also some interviews that you can go back and check out with Lauren Spearman and Dr. Janae Alfred. Those are all featured on Anchor as well as Podomatic, where our home is for the A-Train show. No parodies this week, but definitely uh, check out, like I said, the most recent interviews that will be featured there with uh, Shanice Nicole. Big shout out to her once again. And uh, we'll probably have her on the show in the future. Have her on and uh, touch a bit about those videos and definitely uh, want to know a bit about her singing and songwriting. And hopefully she'll sing a song for me. I'm going to put it out there again. I want her to sing for me. I hope she hears this program once again. All right. (laughs) So after the break, I'll have Steve French joining me right here on the A-Train show. And you can only find it on the In The Zone Network. This is In The Zone. Freelance reporter, Kelsey Nicole Nelson. Uh, because it takes all of us, right? And again, they're doing a lot of great stuff. They, yeah, some of them make bonehead mistakes, but <laughs> also when you do good, you deserve to get applauded. So that's why I started my Dues Award, and I love awarding someone or organization each and every week. Right on, Kelsey. I appreciate you doing things like that. Hey, you know, in leading the way. I love it. Thank you so much, and thanks for having me. And props to you all, too, for just... A wonderful platform. I love coming on this show, and I hope St. Louis knows what they got in you. On the In The Zone Network. City to city, state to state, worldwide. You listen to the A-Trade Show on the real In The Zone Network. This is it. Get ready to match the stars. Garrett B. Jones, Melissa Ferris, Becker Alsho. Ashley Davis, Alex and Adam, and Palmer Alexander III. 
as we play the star studded In the Zone 16. And now, here's the star of In the Zone, Arlington Wayne. Thank you very much. <laughs> that clip was from four years ago, and my next guest on the A-Train show, uh, he did that for me as a favor, and I'm a very appreciative for that. And uh, he's a voiceover artist. He is a uh, an announcer. And coming up tonight, folks, is the season five premiere of Match Game. That's right, season five of Match Game. And uh, on the line is the voice that you will hear, that you heard in the beginning, and that you will hear every show at the beginning, Steve French. Steve, how you doing today, man? Arlington, thank you for having me. It's great to talk to you. It's been four long years since we've uh, spoken, and here we are. How yeah, you, man, we've spoken on air. I'm good. I'm good. Um, uh, we've spoken. Yeah, yeah, the last time we did this was on the uh, In The Zone show. Uh but here yeah. you're doing it on the the new show, the A Train show, and I am uh, I'm excited more for you now than I was then because here you are, man. You're in season five. You're in season five of Match Game. It's it's crazy that it, it you know we we take these things well in advance. Um, I think actually that first season it was it was sort of an anomaly because we taped them in late spring early summer and then they started airing while we were still working right but now these things air a lot later so we taped all of this about a some of the episodes that you're going to see in this new season we taped like a year ago or something so um so it, it's really fun to revisit that you know you, you sort of do everything in a whirlwind and then you and then you're all done and so it's nice to uh nice that it's finally back you know so it'll be good to have some, some match game back around yeah and and, and especially at a time where we need a, a bunch of humor that's uh, in a crazy, in a crazy uh, pandemic. I got to ask you, Steve, how have you been, how have you been holding up uh, in the midst of this COVID-19 pandemic? Well, thanks for asking. I, we're, we're doing okay. My wife and my son and I, we live, um, we actually live in, in Westchester County in New York, which uh, as you may or may not know, was one of the one of the first um, hot spots in New York where where uh, the virus really erupted. Not not too far from where we live, um, so it was weird to you know it really hit in Seattle first, and then um, before we knew it, it was here in, in New York, and it was really touch and go there for a while because we you know before like everyone in the country, I mean you know before everybody really knew what we should be doing. You know, my wife was still commuting into the city every day for mm -hmm. her job. I'm 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 fortunate that I work from home, you know, for probably ninety percent of my work anyway. Right. Um but you know, sending sending my son off to school and um it was all you know, he's he's five years old, so you got, you know, young kids and at the time yeah. the sort of the sort of science was saying that, that it wasn't affecting kids very much, so so there was you know a little bit of less stress that way. But still, I mean, like everybody, it was just very uncertain and very strange. And so I was quite relieved, I have to say, when they they gave the order to, to stay at home. And and my wife actually works in the um, in the group sales side of the Broadway industry, so mm -hmm. as you can imagine, that uh, you know, like so many mi millions of people, that industry has taken a massive hit. Yeah. Um, and so she's, you know, dealing dealing as best she can. She and her her, her colleagues and you know, in tourism industries all over the world, and 
so it's you know but we're hanging in there and you know i i uh i'm a voiceover guy but uh my other full-time job is homeschool teacher to a five-year-old which i never thought i'd be adding (laughs) to my resume but uh there we are (laughs) the the reviews are still out on whether or not he's learning anything but uh you know we're, we're getting by I, I honestly have to say that I have been doing that with my uh, seven-year-old niece a bit, and you know that has been a straight challenge because of um, not being in a classroom setting, and then also um, the focus. The focus is not going to be there with these children. You know? <laughs> I have no idea. What you, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. My son is laser focused on everything, and you know. <laughs> Now, now, how about you and your family? Is everybody hanging in there and healthy and safe? Yes, yes. They, we have been, uh, we have been following the orders as best as we can. And my, my mother, when I mean she is straight anal about making sure <laughs> that we stay safe. Hey, wear gloves, spray everything down. When you go and do these lifts that you do so much, make sure you spray. I'm like, spraying in people's cars? You know, I mean, do you want me to do all of that? (laughs) She was like, yes, I want you to wear gloves. I want you, when you go into the studio, spray everything down. I'm like, mom, we've been doing doing this since, even when the pandemic was hitting, we did come back. We sprayed everything down, wiped everything down, all of it. I mean, she has been totally anal about it and so but i listen because it's my mother you know so yeah that's been that's been the thing so uh, it's it's been it's been uh crazy during this time yeah it was it it was pretty wild right right before things got shut down i actually did go into the city for a session and you know brought my you know maybe as a new yorker you know you're around around you know tons of people and surfaces and all that kind of i'm a pretty ocd guy anyway so i'm the same way i think your mom and i would get along i'm always wiping (laughs) things down and got my hand sanitizer with me and uh you know it's funny it was you know going into the studio and we were all kind of looking at each other like what do we do what do we do so we just started wiping things down and best we could you know and um, so yeah, I, you know, I think we're just trying to hang in there and do what we think is best, and you know, hope that it is, hope that it's right, and we'll see where it goes. But yeah, um, but yeah, the, the the home studio is getting a workout these days. So you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm very, very lucky to have been set up that way, and we'll just, you know, I, I feel with everything that's going on, I, I feel really grateful for any any bit of work that comes my way, and. Um, you know, in terms of match game, it's, it's, with the way things are in the world, it's, it's almost tough to know if, if what we need is a bit of silliness right now. But I think in the end, we do. And, and I'm, I'm really proud to be a part of this show that can hopefully, you know, brighten some people's days and, and bring some levity for at least, you know, an hour uh, once a week. So, so no, we hope that I hope that that's the case. No doubt. Talking it over with Steve French, the announcer on Match Game, which is uh, returning tonight on ABC at 10 Eastern, 9 in the Central. And um, he's also a voiceover uh, artist. But I want to talk a bit about before the uh, before the pandemic, before even the fall season kicked off, you were able to participate with some uh, very nostalgic promos with ABC. When the weather cools down, this bachelor heats up. He's even more cute in person. Pilot Pete is taking flight with 30 women, but only one is going to be his co-pilot. 
I can't get enough of him. If Peter wants to be in the Mile High Club, I will gladly join in. Careful, Captain. There's turbulence ahead. The drama just keeps taking over. I don't know what's gonna happen. The Bachelor returns Monday, January 6th on ABC. He's a new kind of cop with an eye for trouble. Let's go. The kind of cop who's going to make you glad to settle for seven years behind bars. You're under arrest. It's got it all. Comedy. Action. Murder. Oh, no. And love. Well, hello. He's a real ladies' man. You are trouble. <laughs> the Rookie returns Sundays this February. We're the one you can turn to. ABC. Touch a bit on that uh, to our audience. Oh yeah, we were talking a bit before we got before we got recording here. I mean, I'm I just love how how keyed in you are to you know uh, retro TV, and I mean you're such a scholar that so I, I was so happy when that gig came along because I thought I, I thought of you immediately. I, I knew Arlington would, would love this thing. So uh, as, as some people. As some people may or may not know, uh, depending on, on how old your audience is, uh, one of the great, all-time great uh, voiceover promo announcers was uh, a gentleman by the name of Ernie Anderson, right. who was a promo announcer for ABC for decades. Yeah. Um, and uh, a few months back, well, I guess actually it started about a year ago, uh, Jimmy Kimmel and Norman Lear put together this uh, really fun evening uh, called Live in Front of a Studio Audience. Right. Where they did, they, re they restaged several um, old Norman Lear sitcoms and uh, with obviously a live in front of a studio audience with uh, modern day actors. And um, for the for the one that they did in December, they had this really, really cool idea to um, do, to run promos for their current shows but in the retro style, and uh, they thought, maybe we can try to get somebody to mimic Ernie Anderson and, um, and see, if this, see if this thing even works. So uh, it just kind of came to me like any other audition. I think it was like one promo for the rookie, you know, kind of a retro promo, and they yeah. said, you know, we want an Ernie Anderson vibe. And, um, and before I knew it, I, you know, they, they said, oh, yeah, you booked this, uh, this, this Ernie Anderson promo. And, um, and so I... I started to re record that one and then before i knew it i think we did like 13 promos or something each for a wow. different show um and what was really wild i'll tell you a quick story from it uh, so so the incredible my incredible los angeles agent uh at sbv uh, got me this gig marilyn lord and uh, jessica bolavsky um, and sbv was actually ernie's longtime agency and rita venari no way uh who yeah so she uh rita venari uh who uh, is you know one of the great uh, all-time promo agents um, runs the company and um, so she you know she helped make Ernie's career back in the day and so at one point I had this really surreal conversation where Mary Ellen called me um, and uh, wanted to, they wanted to give me a couple notes on on what they heard and just sort of talk over our next steps for, for this callback. And she said, well, I have Rita across the table from me. We're having lunch, and, and uh, she was Ernie's agent. So uh, do you want to talk to her? I said, do, do I want to talk to her? Of course. So it was great. So suddenly so suddenly, I had I had Rita Venari giving me advice on, on how, to, how to channel Ernie Anderson. And uh, I, guess it, I guess it worked. So uh, it, was a, it was a really fun gig. And like I said, I think we did 13 of them for all for different shows. And the, the, the teams on, on the ABC side and, and the promo houses they used were just incredible. I mean, the graphics and the music and the yes. script, it just, it, it worked like a charm. So I was, I was very grateful to be a part of that. Hey, and I was more impressed with how the actors from those uh, shows were able to 
uh, also capture a bit of that 70s, uh, early 80s feel of ABC time, you know, uh, ABC's time. And I was like, man, and Steve's voice behind it was just amazing. So I'm like, I, I almost had the feeling I'm sitting back. I'm listening to Ernie Anderson, you know, when he used to do America's Funniest Home Videos. I was like, <laughs> that was amazing to me. Yeah, I think you're. I, I thank you. I, I think you're absolutely right. There was the the, the actors and the live shows. It, it really did capture. It. I mean, it had that feeling. And um, you know, I, I think these days we we talk a lot about nostalgia and and what it means to us and, and the way we have all these reboots, whatever network it might be on or on Netflix or something. You know, bringing back these old shows. But I think there's a reason that those those old shows were made so well, and they 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 still work today for a reason. And um, so it was, it was cool, you know, not just from a sort of pop culture nostalgia standpoint, but also from a voiceover, um, uh, a voiceover standpoint to be given the opportunity to channel a legend like that um, was um, I, I didn't take that responsibility lightly. You know, I, I think I looked at it as like, listen, guys, we can only do this if we if we get it right. And, right. Um, you know, people seem very appreciative of it, I think. Uh, I hope so. Um, but, you know, it's definitely done with love. I, I have always admired him. And, um, you know, for years I've, ta- I've watched him and, you know, he's great if you get ever find him, look them up on YouTube. There are these incredible videos <laughs> of Ernie in the studio and he was not known for, for being the uh, the most tender guy in the world. So, uh, you know, these aren't exactly, you might not want to watch them around your children, but uh, he was a master. <laughs> and uh, and I think, you know, many people have probably spent years trying to emulate him uh, and there really was only one Ernie Anderson. So I, I'm right. glad that my job was to try to actually mimic him and not, not come up with my own thing, uh, you know. Exactly. Because <laughs> uh, he, did, he, he did it right. Nobody did it like him. Steve French is joining me right now on the A-Train show uh, as we talked a bit about some of the work that he's done over the uh, the past year. Um, of course, you know, he's worked with, uh, on the show Match Game, which is, airs tonight at 10-9 Central on ABC. And you're with a, uh, another power-packed lineup on Sunday for uh, – for, for ABC's uh, Summer Fun and Games, which they've done now for the last five summers. And, you know, how does that kind of feel for you? You know, the first season you were matched up with uh, Family Celebrity Family Feud and the Pyramid, and then they had you uh, guys on, like, Wednesday nights and stuff, and then now you're back on the Sunday evening slot, you know, which that you had uh, started off in the beginning. You know, how do you feel, like, uh, me as a game show fan, I'm loving this. I continue to love it. And, you know, what are your thoughts on being a part of uh, such a lineup as uh, bringing classics back to primetime? It's really cool. Again, it's, it's the same idea that we were just talking about with the Ernie Anderson stuff, isn't it? I mean, here we have these, these you know, reboots, uh, you know, the, the nostalgia for these fun old game shows. And I think much to ABC's credit, they, they have really channeled all of these and kept what was so great about them they've made a few updates here and there but you know all the hosts sort of have you know they've they've really nailed it with who they've gotten and found a way to to capture something that that resonates with modern audiences but uh but still has the feel of the old game shows and it's great and like you said it's it's kind of fun being back on sunday nights we've we've done I think a time or two where we where the shows have come back uh, in January, so sort of in the you know we're in the winter time and we need a little something to warm us up. But but there's something about the summer lineup when it just it just feels extra fun and yeah. uh, extra silly and you know so yeah it's great it's great to be back there. 
All right, let's move over to another uh, uh, another part of what you do as a voiceover actor, and that's for Major League Baseball. Um, you hear your voice on uh, ESPN from time to time, but of course, right now we're in this pandemic and there hasn't been any baseball. Do you, Steve, see any baseball coming back? I I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I I don't think so. It doesn't feel, and I, you know, you tell me how you feel, but it, it almost seems, you, you know, I I listen to sports podcasts religiously. I mean, it's just a constant part of my life, and I've actually found myself as this has been going on, almost. I just can't sort of. I, I listen to to all of our our favorite talking heads talking about these plans and trying to bring things back and what they could do, and it almost seems silly to me like it's it, i think there are so many unknowns that how could we even how could we even fathom putting you know i, I don't think there's any chance that, that people are going to be in the stand but right even just you know the the logistical nightmare of trying to coordinate this and keep people safe and trying to make sure you have ample you know testing and and safety for everyone and their families and what it would mean you know i i don't know how about you i i just can't see it coming back this year i don't see it I don't see it this year, and as much as I love sports, I can't see having no fans at a game being a success for organizations. And I mean, that means every organization in every major sport and this thing working. You know, they're going to attempt to do it, but I don't think that this is the right time for sports to come back. I think we need to wait to 2021, you know, and see yeah, what happens yeah. there. You know, or or the fall or so, man. Like, but no, for baseball, I don't I don't want to see a shortened season. I don't want to see 82 games out of uh, when it's 162, and that's what always it has been. You're just gonna have to cancel the season. One of the things that we were, uh, well, I was a part of for a bit was the XFL. I I mean, I was gloriously behind it, and when that season shut down, I was like, ooh, this is real, and Right. I don't see how anybody can get behind sports at this point. You know, they're trying to do it with the Korean baseball. They're trying to do it with European soccer. You know, they're trying to uh, do it with UFC and, of course, wrestling, which is a foreign entertainment to me. But that's a whole other story. My thing is, <laughs> I, don't, I don't see why this can work. Yeah, it, like, it just seems it, it seems like it just seems like a, like a logistics. Uh, it, it, it would make it impossible. I mean, you know, who knows? There, there are many smarter people out there than I that, that yes. maybe have are going to be able to figure this out. Right. But um, it just it just sort of seems like we could we we should just you know be safe rather than sorry. And um, you know, it's it's funny you're you're talking about the work that I've done in the past for ESPN. I mean, one of the only sports things I've done recently is a. Um, uh, you know, a, a promo for Fox Sports Southwest for their classics, you know, what they're calling their classics. And, you know, like all these sports networks are doing, showing the old games that are relevant to, you know, whatever network it might be, which I think is is great. Um, and, you know, I I think that we sort of maybe just have to lean into that for a while. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's just not, it, it's not worth the potential for disaster um, by trying to bring, you know, we're talking about this with match game and, you know, the things that, that bring us some joy and, and could take our minds off stuff for a little while. But 
we're lucky that Match Game was taped long ago when before this was ever a consideration. I mean, when you're trying right. to produce things now, I mean, all TV is sort of suffering from this, right? You know, no matter what it is, if, if you've got stuff in the can, as they say, then you can kind of roll it out and without too much of a headache. But yeah, I don't know. It's, and it's really sad, right? I mean, I was talking to a friend just last night. I mean, I think what we're all experiencing is this, you know, this, especially for sports fans, you have these benchmarks throughout the year that that sort of make your make make the world spin for you and, and you right. check off time that way i mean the idea that there were that there was no masters in april was so weird it was yeah. just weird i'm not even i'm not even a big golf guy but the idea that 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 you didn't have that that we didn't hear jim nance's voice on the 18th green was weird <laughs> it was just strange <laughs> yeah um, as much as i'm not a fan of his it was weird like not having him yeah. there or not having uh listening to any NHL or to any NBA it's weird I'm like it's probably gonna have to remain weird because we have there's in my opinion I think there are a lot of archived games that they have been placing and they're gonna need to continue to do it there's a lot of them so we want to make sure that everybody is safe and so that that way when it, it, it ends you know we can slowly move back to going back to being normal and if there is a normal yeah. anymore, you know, but that is the thing. I right. think at this point, you kind of have to just relax, to sit back, get yourself some popcorn, get that Netflix or <laughs> go to YouTube and watch these old games. Up, you know, if you don't have cable, you know, that's what I was able to do to kind of keep myself going and video games. I mean, I ain't got no problem with that. You know, those were right, those right, right, the distractions right. down, you know. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I did it a couple weeks ago. I just randomly, I think MLB, you know, and, and like the MLB app has been doing a great job putting out, um, you know, putting out different different news stories and, you know, cataloging different games for each team that you could watch if you're a fan. And so I just randomly, I mean, completely randomly, I just clicked on one of them. So I started watching game seven of the 1991 World Series, the Jack yes. Morris game. Just, you know, it's like, well, I'll, I'll just, let me just watch this. Let me see what baseball was like when I was a kid and I'd completely forgotten about it, you know? Right. So, it was, um, uh, that's cool. Yeah, so we've got these libraries. So I think you're absolutely right. I think I think we just need to be cautious and take our time and not, you know, not try to jump back in. I mean, we've already been here for three months, right? I mean, yeah. so, let's, uh, you know, whoever thought... I mean, I never thought I'd be able to, to homeschool my son, you know. So when summer break came up, it's like, oh, boy, last year I think we had three weeks that he was out of summer school. It was like, oh, man, what am I going to do for three weeks? I'll never be able to make this happen. And so here we are three months into it, and it's the new yeah. normal, and it's great. And and I, I have to say I'm, very, I'm, I'm really, really grateful for the time that I've gotten to, uh, you know, get closer to my son's education this way and, yeah. you know, just spend time with him. And uh, so it's great. You know, let's look on the bright side as much as we can. I, guess. I know it's hard to do. but Yes, indeed. Oh, man. Uh, as much as I do want my sports, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to and just relaxing and, and uh, just doing what I do best, you know, is, 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 and doing these podcasts and talking to great people even in the midst of their pandemics man but uh steve thank you thank you so much for uh, uh jumping on and and doing the a-train show uh for the first time and uh but you always uh, are welcome to the network and uh before you go tell our listeners where they can find you on your platforms oh well let's see uh, uh i guess i'm on twitter uh at Steve French VO. Uh, I think that's also on Instagram, same way. Um, and I got a website if you care to check out anything that I've been working on lately. Uh, that website is 
thefrenchvo.com. That's why I think that's, yeah, I think that's it. The next time we talk, we're going to talk a bit about your acting gigs that you've done. <laughs> I <laughs> found a, out some a, information. A, I found out some information. Uh, talk, talk about some nostalgia. We're, we're going to have to go back a little ways, but uh, I'll, I'll I'll do what I I'll do what I have to do. I slide I slide that in <laughs> on the next one, man. Not on this episode, but I appreciate it. Hey, <laughs> so thank you again, Steve, and uh, uh, congratulations again on uh, five seasons at uh, for Match Game and uh, continued success. And uh, hopefully, with your homeschool, your son will uh, be focused and uh, will have great <laughs> success during the year. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm dependent on you. Okay, Steve. I'll, I'll see what I can do. Well, thank you, Arlington, for so much for having me on and for uh, all of your support from day one with Match Game. And, um, you know, it, it, we have incredible fans, and I'm so glad to have uh, made your acquaintance this way. And uh, I really appreciate you having me on. And uh, stay safe with you and your family. Uh, thank you. Come uh, out of this okay really soon. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right. That is Steve French, ladies and gentlemen come back to wrap things up on the A-Train show right after this. You are listening on the In The Zone Network. You're listening to the A-Train show on the In The Zone Network. Welcome to the A-Train show. Social commentator, Brendan Royal. So it's kind of difficult for people to wrap their brains around Two people of the opposite sex truly just being friends. Because it's so uncommon. You it, don't, it you is. don't hear that. Of course. Of course. You know, you have men who will take advantage of a female friendship where, uh, you know, they may see her down and about and they try to sleep with her or they try to take advantage of her. And that's just not, that's never been the case. On the In The Zone Network. City to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to the In The Zone Network. This is it. know what time it is. No, I'm not tired yet. I'm pulling into that final stop here at the A-Train Show. I want to thank my guests for joining me on board. Steve French. Make sure that you tune in to the season five premiere of Match Game. That goes down at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock in the Central on ABC. One last thing before I officially pull into that stop is to remain safe. Stay safe and do all the necessary things that you can to remain that way. Okay, got a lot of craziness going on. Make sure that you're remaining safe. I take off the conductor hat and want to let you know to tune into the show on Anchor. You can tune in on Podomatic. All right, at In the Zone Network. You can find it on our links on social media, and uh, make sure that you tune into all of our great programming through the network. This is the A Train checking out for this edition. The A Train Show. Another ride comes next time. You guys take care. Two fingers in the air.